Support for the Great American Folk Show on Prairie Public comes from the Estate of Blair Flegel, the John and Elaine Andrist Charitable Trust, the Lorac Family, and Minkota Power Cooperative, helping meet the electricity needs of rural member cooperatives in eastern North Dakota and northwestern Minnesota. Our power is our people. More information at mincota.com. Going down the road, nothing in particular that I gotta do. Going down the road, if you wanna come, come along too. Come along with Tom as he takes you to Dakota Diners, the gathering places at the center of towns across North Dakota. Going down the road. Darcy's Cafe is on the north end of town in Grand Forks, North Dakota, on Washington. It's been there for a long time, too. It was started by North Dakota businessman Darcy Fonder. Darcy was from Valley City. He went to high school in Fargo. He later managed restaurants in Bismarck and in Williston. In 1958, he came to Grand Forks to manage a popular steakhouse called the Bronze Boot. Sometime shortly thereafter, he opened Darcy's Cafe. Darcy's Cafe is small. The parking lot is rutted. The building is modest. Still, Darcy's keeps drawing full houses for its very good everyday food. Working people, hockey players, Canadians find breakfast here. The service is quick. The food is good. The price is mid-range. Those are famous words written by Marilyn Hagerty. It's the first couple lines on Darcy's Cafe came from her Eat Beat column in July of 2017. It's her long-running food column published in the Grand Forks Herald. And I just love her writing. So you'll have to allow me to continue with it. She goes on to say this. All I ask for breakfast is a couple of eggs fried over. Bacon, maybe. Toast, for sure. Coffee, freshly brewed. Michelle Highcheck glides swiftly, efficiently, around the U-shaped counter in the surrounding three booths and five small tables. She's a study in constant motion, no steps wasted. The clock on the wall near the window to the kitchen is designed like a frying pan in the words, Best Damn Food in Coffee. It seems togetherness draws customers to Darcy's. The place has a personality all its own. No better way to set the tone for today's Dakota diners than with the words of Marilyn Hagerty. But I'm going to do more than that. I'm going to take Marilyn Hagerty out to lunch with me to Darcy's Cafe for a little lunch visit. Then Michelle Highcheck will join us. She goes by the nickname Mick. Darcy Fonder of Darcy's Cafe passed away in 2007, and Mick started working at Darcy's in 2009. And since 2015, she's been the owner. So you'll hear two visits, one with Mick Hodchek of Darcy's Cafe, and right now, a little lunch visit with Marilyn Haggerty. I wanted to ask you how many times you've come to the Darcy's Cafe. I to... couldn't count them, but uh, say you go back 20 years or more. Yeah. And uh, usually when someone comes home or comes to town, uh, 
if they went to UND, the kids, they like to come out here. They remember this place, this area. What's that bar across the street? There's one where there, everyone goes. There was one called the El Rocco. Well, you should know. <laughs> you know, I never went to the bars when I was growing up. Huh? I was a pretty straight-laced kid. Yeah, but well, I had a straight-laced kid or two, but they still went to the <laughs> bars. <laughs> that must have been that was the El Rocco, probably, and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. right down the street, the Bronze mm-hmm. Boot. They they mm-hmm. had a pretty good bar there, and yeah. obviously a restaurant mm-hmm. uh, was there too. Uh, and both Darcy's Cafe and the Bronze Boot were owned by Darcy Fonder, the the originator of Darcy's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the North End is really interesting. It is. Mm-hmm. It's unlike any other place that wasn't planned, but it just kind of fell together this way. It doesn't have a planned look about it either. It's right. just kind of here. It's residential, it's college. Simplot is over this way, and um, just right across the river into East Grand Forks is where American Crystal Sugar is. Marilyn, you've reviewed um, Darcy's a couple of times yes. in Eat Beat. Definitely one in 2017, and, and, and then I think last year you had one in, in 2021. You will frequently visit cafes that you've already been to before. <laughs> I'd have to because I started doing this uh, probably, got to be at least 30 years ago, I started reviewing restaurants because I had been to a national food editors convention and the people from the Los Angeles Times were there and the New York Times and the big newspapers and I came home and I thought well why couldn't we do this and so I started doing it and uh, some people thought it was pretty crazy to have restaurant reviews in Grand Forks. Some very sophisticated people at UND thought that was weird. But one day my boss, the publisher of the Herald, came out, Mike Maidenberg, and he said, Marilyn, I don't care what they say. I like the eat beat. And that's that's all it took when I knew that Mike Maidenberg thought it was okay. Just a second more on Mike Maidenberg. Um, was he sort of the one who came to, was the inspiration for Echoes, the first book that you published? Yes, yeah. he encouraged me to write Echoes, and uh, it's one of the things that I really am proud of because I put that book together, and we had a celebration at the Herald when it came out. Yeah, I love that book. I love Echoes. And of course, the second book that you published on Grand Forks, the one that Anthony Bourdain penned the forward to, that one is incredibly popular. Yes, those were great times. They were things that just happened along the way. You know, if you could plan your life, well, I probably would have become managing editor of the Los Angeles Times or something like that. But instead, I did what I did and thoroughly enjoyed everything I've ever done at the Herald and at newspapers in South Dakota before coming here. We're visiting with Marilyn Haggerty and we're in Grand Forks, North Dakota at Darcy's Cafe. Uh, We're going to pause and we're going to have a bite of our food. We'll be right back. 
Marilyn ordered the hamburger. Uh, I got the grilled chicken. My father's here. Always well, having the number one breakfast, which um, he, is... He a, made a good choice. I think you made the best choice, though. The grilled chicken. You know what? I'm just a sucker for grilled chicken, but... Yeah, my dad ordered the number one. Two eggs, hash browns, American fries. Yes. Right now, it's hard to find enough people to work in restaurants where they used to be able to just reach out and get anyone. Right now, the restaurants are struggling for help. Some of them have even had to close because they can't get enough help. It wasn't always that way, but it is right now. I think it has something to do with the prices and the pay rate. And well, and Darcy's Cafe is, is a good example. Um, it's been around since the 1960s. Mm-hmm. It's gone um, through two ownerships now, and they've always been here. This place mm-hmm. has always been here. As you've mentioned in some of the things that you've written about Darcy's Cafe, it's got this incredible personality. (laughs) Yes. It's got the U-shaped counter, which is sort of a trademark. You can sit there and holler across the way at other people. (laughs) And I always sit in one of those big booths over there. There are three of them, I guess. Yeah. Usually when... One of my family come to town, or people who have know Grand Forks and have been here a long time, they'll suggest that we meet at Darcy's. Yeah. These little tables right here are okay, but you're sitting right by the door of the restroom, mm-hmm. and you have to make way for the people going in and out there. And uh, I mean, you you got to move if they've got to use the restroom. You've got to move. It's definitely a cozy place, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Marilyn Hangerty, thank you so much for this little lunch interview here today. It's been a lot of fun talking to you on the Great American Folk Show. Well, it's been fun at Darcy's. That was my lunch visit with Marilyn Hangerty, the famous food columnist. You can find her Eat Beat in the Grand Forks Herald, or you can find two of her books pretty easily online. The first one is Echoes, a selection of stories and columns by Marilyn Haggerty, and then Grand Forks, a history of American dining in 128 reviews. Really love those two books. We're going to go back to Darcy's Cafe now and talk with the owner, Michelle Highcheck. She goes by the nickname Mick. It's so great to have you on the show. Thank you. Darcy's Cafe is one of those places in Grand Forks, and not only Grand Forks, but in the state. So many people know about it, uh, and it's been around forever and a day since the 1960s. Just like a month ago, I had, I know it's been the 60s because I had a couple come in that said, this is where our first state was in the 60s. We haven't been, they moved and then moved back to the state, and they said, we haven't been here since then. Well, it's interesting that you um, started to kind of form a vision for what this Mm -hmm. place could be. And despite the fact that it's still the cozy spot that everybody knows and loves with Mm -hmm. the personality that's here, that's never going away. Mm -mm. Yet when you came in, pretty much right away, you had a vision Mm -hmm. as to what else you could do, such as being open on the weekends 
and the menu too has changed just a little bit it's actually like changed a lot yeah. i mean it it's grown there's a lot of things that are the same but i'm gonna honestly say that everything like as far as product all that kind of stuff yeah. has all changed like mm-hmm. as like we try to go with the best product out there mm-hmm. like even our salesmen know that when they come and they're out of something you're not going to substitute i want to taste it first before it comes in because that's where businesses are successful is when you're consistent with the product you can't you know change a product and with this pandemic it has been a trying trying time because there's so many products that are out that you you just kind of have to make it work and i would rather be out of something than be substituted something that's not as good as what we serve talk a little bit about what the pandemic has been like for darcy's cafe oh I might start tearing up on this, but um, I honestly, like, I feel very fortunate that I have, I live in this community. This community is one of the best communities, the most supportive community that you can find. Um, Local, they support local, like, (laughs) top notch. So for me, the pandemic, I'm a kind of person that's very proactive about stuff. So during the pandemic, I was ready for the next step that happened. So when we were told in that March, when you basically, you had that Friday at noon is when you had to close your doors and basically you either had to do to go or you had to be done until they were ready to come back. So I had sat, and that was the hardest thing, being in this industry, being a boss, I've always been like a manager, but to sit and sit and think of your mind is not, you can't think of just yourself. You have employees that you have to think about too. So during that time, I was like, okay, I had a meeting. We sat down with my employees and I just looked at them and I said, you know what? We're going to get through this. We're not changing a thing. We're going to go into the weekend. We're going to see how the weekend treats us and, uh, and next week. And we will sit down and have another meeting at the end of next week and decide what we're going to do. Well, we came into that Friday. We were busy up until at noon. We had to stop taking people in, but continued the to-go. The weekend, we did the to-go, and it was unbelievable. So it was like doing to-goes was just like we were open. That is how busy we were. I had people calling me, and there were people on Mother's Day of that year waited two hours for their to-go food. And I would tell them, it's going to be two hours. They would say to me, that's okay, here's my number. Just call me when you're packaging up. And I'd be like, oh my gosh. So it was like, that was probably one of our most, like our record days, like ever, on just doing to-go orders. And people were so, like... They said, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for being there. And they were just so appreciative, as I was appreciative. I take pride in what I do, and I can honestly say why we also succeed is because my staff is top-notch, and they take pride in what they do too. And that, that's the difference between a lot of when you go to local places and corporate places, you're just not a number. My staff is just not a number here. They're like family to us. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for being on the Great American Folk Show. It was a real pleasure. And Marilyn Hagerty, what an honor. What an honor. Thank you both so very much. Thank you.